Hi everyone, I'm Caleb with Team Rock and Cushions, and this is episode 5 of Rock and Talk. The guest for today is Nadine Kijner. Nadine is an intuitive tarot card reader who's had 20 years of experience. Nadine's readings are based on her intuitive gifts, along with her BA in psychology. Michelle Vanderwater sits down with Nadine to discuss the importance of facing fears, working through trauma, and finding healing through the cards. Hope you enjoy. Hi! Hi everyone! We are live! Welcome to Rockin' Talk! I am here with my very special guest. Can you turn it down a bit? <laughs> this is my friend Nadine Kitchener and she is a tarot card reader. So I'm super excited that she is here with us tonight because we are going to ask some important questions. There's a lot going on in the world right now. And I think we all need some answers, or at least feel like we are, you know, heading towards something in a positive way. Everybody's struggling right now, but hopefully, you know, your information will be able to, like, turn this around and make us see things from a different perspective. So, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Michelle. I'm so happy to be here. Um, So, yes, I do. I read tarot cards which is a combination of knowledge of the cards and my own intuition and life experience when I give readings. Um, And 2020 has been an intense year. We haven't even seen each other. Yeah. We've worked together since March Mm -hmm. when everything just folded. Um, So I would say today is also a very special day. Um, Today is the new moon in Virgo. That's astrology. (laughs) I'm sure you guys know that. But Mm -hmm. if you don't, I also read astrology charts. But the new moon is the new energy every month. And the new moon in Virgo today is special because it's been a very challenging year astrologically, Mm -hmm. but the elements of this new moon in Virgo have a great relationship with the planets that have been wreaking havoc, which are Saturn, Pluto, and Jupiter. So it's a great day to set intentions of what you want to create that might take some work. So that it's like, think long-term, think Mm. detailed, and think healing. It's like taking a breath for a moment and being able to assess all the things that keep happening. It's like, we're like, wow, we're in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Then suddenly like, wow, we're in the largest um, social unrest <laughs> that we've had in racial injustice all over the world. Wow. Okay. Now there are fires. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Now we're breathing in smoke and there's um, hurricanes and there's so much, you know, there, there's just been so much in this year and it's hard to take a breath, but this today is a good day. So tonight, before you go to sleep tonight, good thing to do is take out that pen and start writing what your heart wants to create. But because it's Virgo, which is a very, it's an earth sign, which is good because it can um, make things happen in a sort of stable, secure way. But it's very detail oriented. So write that down. Don't be afraid to be too detailed or to dream big. But because it's Virgo, get those details in. It's not like I just want a huge house. It's, you know, those specific details. Anyway, it's a special day, and it's very healing energy, too. Yeah, that's awesome. So if you haven't done a vision board ever Mm -hmm. in your life, maybe this is a good time to start. Um, You know, just sort of maybe you can do it on Pinterest, Pinterest vision board. 
Great I don't idea. know, you can just Google stuff <laughs> and like idea. pin it to a board and just sort of reflect on that this evening very specifically to make all your dreams come true because the yes. stars are aligned. The stars are aligned. They're aligned. For a long-term vision coming through. So you might have to wait a little. I'm not going to pretend it's not going to be challenging because Mars, the planet Mars, which rules our energy and aggression, is retrograde. So we're still moving through some energy that might feel like you have your foot on the gas. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the break at the same time, there's kind of this. So allow yourself the patience to see things through. Great. So there you go. Answers <laughs> straight off the bat. But before we go deeper, I just wanted yes. to talk a little bit about your background. How did you get into tarot reading? Like, you know, where's your family from? Are you from L.A.? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay. I, uh... I'm not from LA. I came out here later when I first got married. That cycle of my life. Um, I I am. My parents are Colombian of Ukrainian descent, mm-hmm. uh, Jewish Ukrainian descent, and they were born in Colombia. I was born in the states. I was born in Philadelphia. I grew up speaking Spanish at home. Muy bien. And muy bien. <laughs> Everyone's cringing right now. <laughs> And uh, um, anyway, so I lived in Wisconsin and we'd go to Columbia back and forth every year to see my family. And I went to high school in Florida and college in Boston. I studied psychology at Boston University. Um, And I got into the tarot because um, when I was 10, I lost my mom. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I did what a lot of kids do. It's you try to move forward and you're still excited about becoming a teenager and you're still excited to fall in love but there's a heartbreak and at the mall and with my friends I saw a tarot deck and I was like oh my god I gravitated towards it it felt like the photos the illustrations somehow I didn't understand it but it felt like a healing bomb on my heart and so I would bought the deck and I just look at the photos and of course um as I got a little older in high school, it became about pulling cards for like, do you like this boy? Does this boy like you? I'm telling you my whole tarot beginning. (laughs) Most important things in a teenage person's life. And then college, the same thing. And I'll tell you, for everybody I read tarot for, almost everybody, whether they're a woman in her 20s or 30s or 40s or a man that age or in his 60s, they all want to know about love. So I practiced (laughs) in all about guys, uh, college, high school, and then I uh, I came out here and I did a master's, I have a master's degree in creative writing, and then I would pick up my deck and put it down depending on what was going on in my life. And then uh, it turned into professional. I learned, I became a Reiki master and the people who taught me Reiki all read tarot. Okay, just, what is Reiki? Yeah, yeah, what is Reiki? For people who don't know at home, what is, like, you know, the practice of Reiki? Okay, Reiki is um, healing energy through the hands. Uh, It can be done by touching the body or being right over the body. In fact, long-distance Reiki, they they teach long-distance Reiki. It's a healing art that... um, I, gosh, I want to say it was in the 1600s when it was initially developed, and it's been the thing that has been very 
helpful during the pandemic to do remote healings. I do them all the time and people feel them. So it's energetic healing, putting in unconditional love or what's called prana. These are all confusing terms, Mm -hmm. but it's very soothing. It de-stresses the body. It removes blockages so the natural intelligence of your body can kick in and heal itself. So that's great so it's really calming i guess like when you when you do a meditation the whole point is to kind of make way for the healing to come to you as opposed to you know having all these stresses in um in the way absolutely yes and so reiki you don't when you receive it you don't have to do anything but just open your cells of your body to receive which is something we're not as used to but you get more used to it so i learned became a reiki master there's a few levels to reiki level one level two master but anyway i started i brought my deck with me everywhere and the woman the woman and her daughter who taught me the reiki masters they did tarot their sons read tarot they were like a psychic family so she and i once again we go to cafes and we pull up guys Mm -hmm. (laughs) that marriage was over um and uh, but I started getting hired um, for events, and then I started to just do sessions. And I think with my background in psychology, I kind of mix mm-hmm. the two so that it's healing. It can feel almost like a a very uh, intuitive therapy session, you know. And um, so I, you were saying um, you're an intuitive reader. So how how does that play into the practice. I mean, does, do you have to be intuitive to do this? Do you like what is the difference between being intuitive, being like psychic, I guess, being or just somebody that's like pulling cards? Is there? Yeah, is there I a would. Connection? Yeah, well, I would say that um, I also teach tarot, and when I teach it, I teach people to connect to your own intuition. We all have intuition. We all have that little voice that tells us go there, don't go there. Sometimes we have to go into situations that we know we shouldn't because we needed that lesson or that experience. Yeah, but we never listen. Most of the time we never never listen listen to our intuition. Sometimes really you should, like don't drive that down that street because that, you know. But with the readings, um, there's 78 cards in a tarot deck and this is an ancient art. It's the original word for tarot is tarocchi and it came from Italy. So there's all these meanings to the cards which you learn um there's also different spreads when you're doing readings and each position has a different meaning um so the card would have a different meaning depending if it's the outcome or if it's the challenge card Mm -hmm. and then there's the feeling you get in your body when you're reading for someone and and it's i like i almost feel like i get information so I guess, I don't know if that falls under psychic or intuitive, it's a combination. It's almost like I know things, but it's not a mental thing. So it's just kind of like a, a feeling. And it, mm-hmm. all of it works synergistically. Like you're, I'm not thinking, just like when I do Reiki healing, I'm not thinking, okay, go to the shoulder, okay, now go over. You know, it's like you just kind of let in. I do believe um, that we have spirit guides that Mm -hmm. work with us from other realms (laughs) and I'm very grounded in that I have a you know a lot of grounded education and Mm -hmm. I did grow up on the east coast my dad was a doctor and my brother's an ER doctor and uh, but I believe that we're guided from other realms and they I feel that helps me pull the cards and know what someone needs at that time 
Right. Yeah. And especially with your background in psychology, I mean, that must just also inform so much, especially if you're sitting with somebody who you know has had relationship problems or, you know, we all like to spill our guts when we're trying to like get answers. <laughs> so, you know, it, it kind of helps put the pieces of the puzzles together. Even Absolutely. More so. yeah. Especially when I have my repeat clients yeah. and my emergency calls. <laughs> I need a reading right now. Emergency tarot reading. <laughs> Believe me. And in this, in Does this, that happen? Oh, yes. Really? I have a lot of emergency readings or like, and you know, I have people make appointments and I the books get, you know, okay. have a schedule. Is this an addictive practice? Because I feel I feel like I feel like when you have that support ne- network in place and you're relying on you know let's say you don't really you're not comfortable enough feeling like you can rely on your intuition then you can very much get addicted to you know the cards you can be like okay yes. I, I don't know what to do in this situation I need I need a reading so I can like make a decision absolutely you mean for for clients or yeah, for, yes uh, I definitely feel like it can be an addictive thing so I prefer to to slow that down when I when I notice that happening part of why I think that happens is that people don't trust their intuition but I think they're also afraid to feel so whatever is happening that might be kind of heartbreaking or upsetting or scary or a loss or it's like taking that breath and letting yourself feel your feelings Mm -hmm. is the first step to kind of healing and then connecting to your intuition but we all, you know, we all get scared when when we might have to feel something that might trigger an older pain. Right. And so I, that's where I think it, that it comes from. It's sort of like all addiction, escaping the moment, escaping whatever you're feeling right. and going into the thing that feels good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think going back to that, like um, not wanting to deal with it, I think something that I've... You know, the few readings that I've been part of, um, it feels like the cards are very, um, you know, like even the death card, for instance, which sounds like extremely scary. You know, when you get that card, it's actually about renewal. Am I right? Am I messing this up? So it's very comforting, actually. Like all the cards might be delivering what you would think is bad news or the end of the world, but there's always a flip side to it. There's always like another meaning behind it. And I think people would take comfort in that a lot. That's such a great it's so true because you'll get a card that will appear to be scary or some cards without a doubt are a little more challenging than others and it will resonate you'll you'll go well yeah I am going through a little bit of a challenging time so if you're getting the death card which is transformation and like a deep letting go of whatever the thing is um, it's a little more challenging than getting the two of cups. Oh, I'm falling in love right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we all have our preferences. Mm-hmm. I do too. You know? I have my favorite cards, but like they all resonate and they make sense. And we all go through all of the cards. It's the human journey, and it and it feels good to be like to recognize. Oh yes, I'm going through that right now. Yeah, and the cards right. do kind of pull up a little more deeply of what you're going through. Yeah. And like you said, it is a journey. And I think when we're in like a bad place in life, we forget that it's a journey, that something that's just something we're going through. It's not the yes, end of the world. Absolutely. And I feel like, you know, when you do a reading, it's really important to see that, to see, okay, here is what's happened in the past. Here is what's happening right now. And here is where you're going. So maintain the hope or, you know, look at this and look at the possibilities that lie ahead of you. I think that's super important. Yes, absolutely. And... I uh, I totally agree with that, and 
yeah, we always think like whatever we're going through right now is like, okay, we're going to be here forever Ever. in this sad place. <laughs> and I'm telling you, like in a year from now, most likely many of the things that are upsetting you or making you sad, won't you, you won't even remember them so much. You're like, why did I want that reading? Oh yeah, that, that, that went away. <laughs> that like guy, right, that guy, <laughs> that girl, damn it. But um, yeah, also that it is a journey. Like we all, we can't get out of here without going through something challenging. And in fact, the challenging things office often kind of make us more beautiful. We're more beautiful people. Just mm-hmm. because you're sad doesn't. It gives you depth. It gives you compassion, and it unites us all. And this year has been one of those leveling years where everyone, no matter where you thought you were at. Whether you thought, you know, you're a celebrity, whether you're just trying to figure out what you want to do after high school or in college, doesn't matter. We all suddenly have the same concerns of wanting to be healthy, wanting yeah. the people we love to be okay. We have safe shelter, have food, Base, get, to yeah, your get house. back to basics. Yeah, like, yeah. really. And I feel like that's been kind of a beautiful aspect of a very challenging year and so that kind of is a good example for challenging cards bring up the beauty so it's an interesting combination right it's really i think forced everyone to self-reflect and not be able to run away from their problems so it's kind of a metaphor for the cards you know you're kind of like being brought to to really yeah think about where you are where you're going where you want to be absolutely Absolutely. So uh, during the pandemic, when it initially hit, it was like silence. (laughs) And then about three weeks in after like people were like a little bit out of that shock. I think a lot of people went into shock like because it was like all the motion just like screeched to a halt and people were like, oh my god what's happening uh and then my phone was really off the hook oh my god (laughs) april may and uncertainty and people pivoting and finding creative solutions in different directions and yeah all kinds of a lot of reassurance and and some people i know lost people which has been really hard and all kinds of things but yeah definitely um it's been a busy time because people are wanting direction and guidance right now and um a sense of yeah that everything's gonna be okay and it will be absolutely i mean the world keeps turning (laughs) exactly it will be like we were it kind humans are very resilient and uh, resourceful so um do you want to I think we're going to, so Nadine does, do you do a card reading? Do you do a reading every day? I see it on Facebook. Yeah. Is it every uh, day? No, not every day. I, a couple times a week, sometimes okay. three, depending on how busy I am. Yeah. And they're really great. If you can check her out on her Facebook page, we're going to drop all the links in the description mm-hmm. after the show. Um, but yeah, it's really great to just check in and you know if you have something important going on that day this is what i always do you don't know this <laughs> but if i have something really important going on i'll go to your page and i'll i'll check out what the reading is for that day what is the energy because i think it is comforting to know that if you know if the day turns out to be like a really crappy day i can be like oh yes that's because this was the energy and it wasn't my fault at all um <laughs> or if you know i think it's inspiring if it's if it's going to be a good day and then you go into your day feeling like you know um there's a, a feeling of possibility i think 
Yeah. That's what I get out of it. That's so wonderful. I didn't (laughs) know that. But yes, you know, I have a lot of people tell me um, they feel inspired and uplifted by the Tarot of the Day videos that I do. Um, I, I'm, you'd be surprised even like, like professional men who are, you just wouldn't expect to have responses like I, you're keeping me going through this pandemic. Thank you for keeping, Mm -hmm. um, giving hope. And so it it meant a lot to me and they're also fun for me to do. And I'm also wondering what's the energy going to be today. So I guess that's, so we're going to do one right now. We're going to draw a card and. We're going to draw a card on, let's see, the new moon in Virgo new energy. Moon, okay. So and scooch in a bit so we can yes. see you. Yes. Oh, okay. sure. <laughs> should, should, um, should I be tuning in as well? I don't oh, know sure, how. if you want to. <laughs> I'm just going to uh, pull a card. Should I be very quiet? <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, we got oh, the okay. two of pentacles. Can I do this? Yeah. Two of pentacles. It looks like a butterfly. It looks like a butterfly and it has pentacles. Pentacles are one of the four suits in the tarot. Um, but this card is about, it's so interesting. Um, speaking of uh, setting intentions, pentacles have to do with money and work our career, it's tangible things like um, our homes, land, our bodies, taking care of your health. It's very good mm-hmm. for the new moon in Virgo, which is an earth sign, because pentacles rule earth signs as well. It's the two of pentacles. So the message of this card is allow yourself to enjoy the moment and to um, be really grateful but we're still riding an ebb and flow. So you're kind of riding the waves of uncertainty. The card has a feeling of, you might not feel totally settled right now. You might feel a bit mm-hmm. unsettled and unsure. The message is to stay open with the unsettled feeling because that's how things come in, eventually leading to feeling more settled. But there is a butterfly, so it involves transformation and oh, growth. Right. And so, and the infinity symbol. So there's, there. it's a time period to allow yourself to figure it out. We're figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And it, it's going to bring, usually this card says it's going to bring a positive outcome. So each person individually, you might be feeling like I'm going through some changes. I'm not sure where I'm standing. I'm riding these waves. Mm-hmm. And also collectively, if this is a, you know, what happens in the readings is I'm reading the energy for the universal energy, but it's also for each person. And it's like globally, uh, politically, uh, in our country, it's, there's a, there's a, this kind of feeling and I'm hoping that it's, you know, positive outcome. But Mm -hmm. so in terms of setting your intentions for the new moon with this card is to maybe make a list of what you feel grateful for. Um, and take time to feel that gratitude, feel the joy of the moments of your life as they're like not quite fully figure outable just yet. And then really tap into the part of what you really want to create, especially having to do with your home Mm -hmm. or your work or your finances right now, anything pentacle related, your health, 
um, start to write down maybe you have some health goals of getting in shape or making sure you get all your checkups and things, you know, yeah. really go into the practical because the pentacles have a practical um, energy to them. Um, although they are, it's very transformative energy. So that's, that's, that's the energy um, happening right now. So question, do you read more than one card a day? For the universe or for... Yes, like what you just did now. Did you do one this morning or did you do one? I did not do one today. I was going to and then okay. I, yeah. I'm just curious because, I mean, I'm just curious. Do you Would you draw the same card or would you draw a similar card or would you draw a completely different card if you did multiple readings in one day? And does that affect... Um, I think I, I could very easily draw different cards some days and like, oh my God, that same card came up three times. It's like oh, confirmation. Wow. Yeah. This is the energy that happened a bit with the tower card, which is a card of like the foundations falling apart when the pandemic first hit. I'm like, oh my God. And everybody in their readings was getting a lot of the tower card, which was like where we're all having our kind of oh, wow. the world way, the way you know it kind of collapses. Yeah. And then it rebuilds. So, but sometimes if it's a different card, it's just reinforcing different energy. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we're in this, and there might be another card. I could pull another one now and see what comes up. Mm -hmm. But it would just give more information. Just like when I do a reading, I'll pull one card, and then I'll pull another to get clarification, mm -hmm. more information, because things are, you know, often a little bit complicated so right so what is the difference when you do a full reading for somebody like what is the because i know you put all the cards on the table so to speak but like <laughs> <laughs> but like what does it mean to draw how many cards do you normally draw if you're doing like a personalized reading for somebody uh i do a 10 card spread okay 10 card spread so yeah just explain a little bit like why it's 10 cards and Okay. Why we need that many cards and okay? Well, you yeah. There well, a ten card spread is when someone wants a little bit more in depth reading, and the cards have meanings where what you're what you went through like the last three months, what's coming up in the next three months, what's going on in your conscious mind, what's going on in the subconscious, which often kind of runs the show of our belief systems. Mm -hmm. um, it's a card. It, of the challenge card will come up and then more cards on like your environment what you're hoping your hopes and fears it's the outcome of the situation even with the 10 card spread i often pull other cards as well after we do it but the 10 mm -hmm. cards it's kind of a, a story unfolds of the energies of that person's life at the moment their circumstances their feelings what they've been working through, what they might not be acknowledging that is going on. Mm -hmm. All of that story unfolds. Um, you can also do three-card spread readings, shorter readings, and those are past, present, and future for that um, specific question they might have. Or sometimes I read it as issue, solution, and outcome to a situation. Um there's all kinds of spreads. And then mm -hmm. there's also just supplementing intuitively with more cards. Some people just want me to read the energy. And some people have very specific questions. And they're like, kind of like, let's go through them. What's the energy on buying this house, not buying this house? You know, 
and it kind of mm-hmm. going that I want to like three places I might want to move like different states or so it it really varies I tell I I really tailor it to each person and let, ask them in the beginning if they want mm-hmm. the ten card spread <laughs> and just kind of be read or if they want to kind of run the show right okay so so what is the difference between a psychic who's reading I don't know, do psychics read tarot? Uh, yeah, sure, they yeah, can. They, they can. can use them, yeah. So what would be the difference between a psychic doing a tarot reading and like an intuitive person like yourself? I'm assuming you're not psychic, right? Um, uh, I think I I've had know. moments of psychicness, but I don't call myself a psychic and mm-hmm. I don't, I, I work differently. I think maybe a psychic might um, see things. Um, and there's different ways of being psychic. There's clairaudience. Some, I mean, they hear voices. Uh, clairsentient, where they, I think it's seeing. Then some people can smell. <laughs> anyway, it's a different, smell different. Yes, yeah, smell. <laughs> there's di- and then sensations in the body. I'll All have right. sensations in my body, but I definitely, I don't see spirits. I don't see like someone might. A medium communicates with the other side with people who mm-hmm. have passed over or other spirits that are around I feel like I have kind of spirits guiding me but our relationship is very like <laughs> it's not visual and it's more like a just like oh okay I think I should do this now you know it's like that but I think a psychic very clearly is getting mm-hmm. those kind of like passing along message yeah. Um, they also might be able to say see like well in two years you're going to be here like that yeah have you gone to see a psychic of course oh yeah how many <laughs> yeah. times oh uh, when i was younger and i went through my addiction to all this stuff um <laughs> i don't even know well actually honestly i probably went more and 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 i remember at the time going because i wanted everything to be okay and i didn't yeah, know what was happening bigger when i left my mar- my marriage um or you know going through breakups where you might mm. be moving out from living with someone you want some guidance um, I did see a medium when I, I lost my dad three years ago in a car accident, and that was very hard. And I just needed to communicate with him because I couldn't say goodbye because he was sudden death. And I wanted to know if he was okay with the way he passed, then I would have to find a way to be okay. And it really helped me. Really? Like, really, it changed my whole grieving process. I was so, like stuck on the side of the road uh, like where his accident was it's like I got stuck and then it it, it I felt like I got to communicate with him it mm-hmm. was amazing it was magical and they were able to communicate with your dad that had passed over yes yeah. he was fine he just wants me to be happy really they just want you to be happy we're sad yeah. but they want you to be happy and I really I needed that so I feel like absolutely whether you see a medium a psychic whether you get intuitive tarot readings mm. for me your heart is usually wanting something and it's a safe space just always pick someone who is a little more evolved emotionally and mature so they know how to handle their gift and that they're sensitive and compassionate mm-hmm. in how they communicate it's very yeah. important so they don't freak someone out well or scare i think them. people are gen- generally speaking i feel like people are very skeptical and very you know scared like they're very scared. i don't know there's like a lot of um misinformation out there i think about all these things 
especially because people don't understand the unknown and it freaks them out. It's kind yeah. of like, oh, I don't know if I if I want to know. I really don't want to know what's going to happen because I'm not ready for that or, you know, that maybe they're just in denial about, you know, the situation and all, confronting all those issues, I think, is can be very scary. So, yeah. And someone like this, I mean, you're the nicest person ever, but I'm saying like, you know, it, it doesn't matter because like if I know that you know something about me that I don't want you to know or yes. you're going to tell me something that I'm don't want to like even go near like that's you know it's just like that fear yeah overrides kind of the openness that you need to have to receive this gift it's so it's very interesting point in fact i've read i've because i've done events where i'm hired people will kind of keep peeking in and leaving and you know Mm -hmm. i find that those people sometimes they're like i'm scared or i grew up catholic so i'm not supposed to do this and i'm like this isn't religious in any way that's the other thing there's like a, a lot of religions yeah. yeah have a real stigma for for these kind of things so. I, yeah because the catholic church way long ago uh i think banned the use of tarot cards but because at the time they were using them to play games then gambling not even divination you oh, know right. but other people i meet you know and they're usually more scientific minded or they're skeptical or they really big believers, actually, and they don't even want to know because they actually have a big faith. Um, but I've done a lot of readings for people who were like, mm, and they're like, wow, wow, that was like spot on, that was spot on. I mean, I, I, I can't tell you how many, <laughs> those two words, or that was spot on, four words. I've, I've had through the years, I've, I don't know how many times that exact phrase has been said to me, and I was like, okay. Wow, it, it happens over and over, but I'm kind of like a child every time. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad, you know, <laughs> but it happens every time. Yeah. And, uh, but it's, it's exciting for me when it's someone who didn't really, wasn't open and then they are, they get something that they need from it. Right, exactly. So, so okay, just, I just have to ask this question. Yeah. <laughs> you need a card. What? I need, yeah, I need a card. Okay. okay. Oh, do you want to do that now? Okay, no, just one no, more question no, before no, we do it. Please ask me your card. Okay. Yeah. Um, have you given somebody, like, the what was the worst reading you ever gave somebody? <laughs> you know I was going to ask this. Yes. Like, was somebody going to die and you read that, like, that they were going to die? Um, and well. did you communicate that to them? <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing, but. No, I mean, it's just I such a. see. Um, that situation, I can't. Yes. Well, the, with the death card, I've had it come up where people have just gone through intense cancer or yeah. like intense stuff like that um let's see the worst reading I don't know if I can I don't know if I can, that's not coming to me but what is coming to me are like like at events people coming to get a couple coming to get a reading and then like you guys want to do this together there yeah like can we just pull cards for us and it's very clear that one is about to break up with the other oh, one no. and the other one is really into it and it's in the cards but it, I can also see it in their behavior and I'm like why do you want to do this together? <laughs> you do not want to see these cards, people. I mean, and I've people ask me all kinds of things. Like, should I leave my husband? And then he comes in after her for a reading. <laughs> and like, I mean, the exact same thing. Ask the exact same question. Should like, I leave my wife? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the first clue. You don't need to be a tarot reader to know the, the relationship right. status. If you're if you're questioning whether you should leave somebody, it's probably a sign. <laughs> Definitely. It's not in the cards. Yeah. 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 
Um, yes, but I've had people ask me all kinds of things. Obviously, sexual orientation mm. and all kinds of health stuff. And I mean, my mind's going blank, but I've basically everything. The very amazing and unusual situation. Has anybody like shocked you? You know what I mean? Like, have you have you been shocked by an answer or? Yeah. Well, I've been shocked by people's responses to actually I'm thinking of somebody who got a reading and the death card did come up and it was a younger woman and she was like no 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 she's like oh well I lost my husband uh like five years ago like the what's shocking to me is that people Mm. can't recall what's kind of obvious that needs to be grieved or healed in their lives that's what I really notice and it happens all the time Especially though, I think you're also kind of on this, not on the spot, but you feel like this in, uh, intensified energy when you're getting a reading. And so you kind of go blank on the mm-hmm. very things that, unless you've been trying to bury the pain and try to. Well, move it's so forward. interesting because I just started watching the show on Hulu about this woman who has multiple, well, they don't call it multiple personality disorder anymore, they call it DID. <laughs> oh, right. um, kind of what it stands for but she experienced a lot of trauma in her childhood like a lot of sexual abuse and everything and basically the premise of how your body copes with that kind of trauma is to compartmentalize like basically splinter your personality so that you don't have to feel the the traumas every day because that's how intense it was so she goes into a different uh part i think they call it so so basically, you know, if she's confronted with something that reminds her of a trauma in, in her life, Absolutely. she completely shuts down and switches because wow. her mind, it's like a coping protective mechanism that her mind has developed in order to protect her from literally having a breakdown. And it's so interesting. I think that happens with a lot of people who go through grief. Yes. It's, yeah, you can't really grieve until you're ready. Yeah. I think that a lot of people have had trauma i mean we're human beings and we go through traumatic events there's been some like maybe shame put over like going through traumas but the truth is that we all go through it the more we allow ourselves to heal it with a safe person um the more we can work through it but when we kind of dissociate from it and put it over there then we kind of are acting almost like you have two different personalities but sometimes it's the intelligence too like you might not be ready Mm -hmm. with something as severe as a lot of sexual abuse or violence or um anything really brutal i think it takes time to be able to if you can't even do it in this lifetime it takes time to be able to uh face your traumas and so I think that's kind of what happens in readings. That's the, yeah. not the shocking thing, but the over and over commonality is that people's pains that they haven't dealt with for whatever reason, also maybe because I've been through loss and I've navigated the deep roads of grief, that it comes up when they're around me in yeah. those readings or those people gravitate to me, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that they get what they need because their guides, if you are in that <laughs> belief, their guides are guiding them to me so that they their can... Their people's guiding you to your people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, let my people bring you <laughs> to your people <laughs> and then we can like work this out and uh, <laughs> so that you can be lighter and so that you can enjoy your life and your body more while we're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Awesome. Okay, I am ready for my. Okay, you ready? I'm ready for what? What is my card now? I'm, okay. a, I'm a little nervous. I know. Actually. I got nervous for you. I felt it. <laughs> you got nervous for me? Yeah. Uh, do oh, you yeah, have a question? Um. <laughs> I got really thirsty all of a sudden. <laughs> do I have a question? Um, I have lots of questions, but I don't know if there's something I need. An answer to if that makes any sense. Yeah. How about um, a card on guidance for your particular new moon in Virgo? Um, does that sound good? Okay. That yeah. Good? Yeah. Okay. I'm open to. Unless something comes up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the Emperor. Ooh. The emperor. The wow. emperor is a very masculine. Obviously, um, it represents a mature man. Oh, it, um, oh, it does. Hello. <laughs> it does. So emperor can show inside. up as uh, a man in your life, um, an authority figure, a father figure. It's the energy of um, purpose and direction consistency stability where the the empress is like feminine energy in the cycles of life the emperor is more consistent and solid it's uh, like a rock yes or like a tree and yeah yeah. like both um (laughs) it can represent a man coming into your life or a man that's in your life uh so that's exciting and that's also like structure and self-discipline and control making things happen with purpose yeah you know what's so interesting i have a dating profile and on my on my profile (laughs) this flash as if you didn't know um on my profile it says um i am looking for and i put my steadman Oh my god! Because oh. Oprah is like you know obviously the goddess of the universe, but she is only <laughs> she is only the woman she is because she has a strong man behind her supporting her and catching her when she falls, and that's what I always wanted in my life. So I feel like this is wow very appropriate. <laughs> a little spooky. I'm a little spooked at how that's so interesting. Yeah. Well, you're calling it in. So call it in your intentions. I would write all about what you're really wanting yeah. to create. and My Pinterest vision board. <laughs> yes. My homework tonight. That's awesome. That's awesome. I wonder if they have a... Um, can you do this online at all? Do, reading? Yeah. I do them online all the time. But I mean, can you? Um, can people do it for themselves? Like, is oh. there an app or something online where you can like... Uh, pick a card. Yeah, yeah. There are apps. Um, uh-huh. I don't. I don't use them, so I don't know. But I know sometimes also, like on Facebook, someone will have that little mm-hmm. gif where all the cards flash and you you hit it yeah. to stop. It's very interesting. I like to feel that because I'm tactile. Mm-hmm. I like to feel the cards, but it's really fun to pick them that way yeah. as well. And how do cards differ from runes? Um, well, they're completely different messages, uh, but runes are also something that you you feel kind of you are drawn to the right one they kind of come to your fingers they have a totally different kind of message the thing with the tarot cards that i love is that because i'm a writer and because i have a psychology background they're like archetypes like young's archetypes Mm -hmm. and they each represent different um 
things that we go through and people in our lives. So it just has a very rich kind of story feeling to me to mm -hmm. each card, which is what I love about them. And also they're visual, they're beautiful, and the cards. Right. Um, and there's so many decks to choose from and whatever feels like the deck that feels right for you to use if you're wanting to learn um, tarot. You can, I well, can't really go to stores that much right now and hold decks, but that used to be the way to pick them is just to feel the energy of each deck. Mm -hmm. and like, oh, this is the right one. I'm just going to show you the cover of this box because it's so cool. This is the yeah, Wild Unknown it. deck. I'm really into this deck for the last... Like two years, I've been doing primarily readings from this. Um, I've taught tarot at different in different situations, and I often use the Rider Waite deck, which is a very well known deck that was created like in the early um, 1900s, like 1910. It's illustrated in a way that's very clear the meaning of the cards. So when you're trying to learn the difference between the nine of swords and the six mm -hmm. of you know pentacles it's like there's so many there's 78 cards and if you don't want to keep yeah. reading that those little books are you know very like superficial knowledge about the cards but uh the right away deck helps you by looking at it you can get a lot and kind of start to learn each card right is that the i think i've heard of that before but there's a what is the there's a deck that has like an accompanying manual almost to every card oh uh that yeah that one would have it um, all of them have a little mm -hmm. booklet um and you can also buy books on tarot and you can uh find information online or if you want a tutor i do that um or classes but either way it's an exploration into the depths of being human mm -hmm. and also yourself like every reader like you if you learn tarot you would read it in your everyone has their own style their own way of seeing things their own way to communicate to another person what they're feeling and each person becomes a unique reader it's very unique it's really fun to discover your voice like right. your tarot voice uh, just like a writing voice an acting voice a singing voice it's like that voice of what you see it's very like it's very powerful if you see. and I feel like you have to do a lot of um work on yourself though in order to present a clear message because if I'm having like a bad day <laughs> and you know something like horrible has happened in my life recently like let's say I got dumped by somebody and I'm reading some you know I'm relaying a message I mean obviously that message is going to be tainted by my own I mean obviously but it might be tainted by my own bitterness so I can be like, <laughs> 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 it might. I'm like, oh, uh, I'm gonna stay right. away from that guy. Yeah, but when, he's only gonna break your heart. <laughs> right, projection. That's called projecting your stuff onto <laughs> someone else. Yeah. Don't, do, Don't that do that if you're a reader. <laughs> and I work really hard at not doing that period in my life and all over the place or try to catch it you know if you're really like upset it's like you know what I'm not gonna do that today but I. In fact, sometimes when I've had very upsetting things, I've given them the best readings because you can put yourself aside, but you're so raw and open to the energies of life. Sometimes when we're like struck, we're like, ah, oh, we're even more um, present. Yeah. Yeah, for someone else. But yeah, I hear you. So. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a very unique talent and you have some crystals here. What do oh. these represent? Well, this is, this is a rose quartz, these little hearts. Oh. And see, they, rose quartz is a very healing uh, energy. 
for the heart. It, um, and it's very soothing. It's kind of um, maternal nurturing. Mm-hmm. And I have selenite, which uh, expands energy. I just love this. I don't know if you want to hold it. Oh, hold I it. I love that energy of that when I take it with me everywhere whenever I do it. It's cold. These are so cold. They're it's very like... cold. They're picking up uh, the energy. Well, they're just kind of in the air right now. You kind of have to hold them. But they're parts of the earth. You know, yeah. they, they amplify energy. So I just I, I just bring them to amplify different energy. And I always love to have the rose quartz because it represents the heart. Um, and there's all different kinds of, you know, when you, when you do Reiki, which is different than tarot, but when you do that, you learn to navigate what's called chakras. You mm-hmm. probably know what the chakras are. Um, and the different um, energy points. And so, like, when you have... Um, the rose quartz it's working with your heart energy which a lot of our intuition is from here the third eye that's that's a whole other subject but I love to bring some crystals with me when I go do readings and I have them all around me when I do them that's awesome yeah oh well thank you so much for coming this has been like so I hope everybody got their answers questioned answers questions <laughs> questions answered questions answered <laughs> or your answers questions <laughs> actually that's brilliant you should always question your answers <laughs> I should I should um, thank you so much for yeah, having me thank you so, so how can people find you what is like do you have your website yes uh, yeah. so my website is my name uh, com. you can go there to read about me more in my background and you can select all different kinds of readings uh, of tarot different lengths and combinations sometimes I combine it with astrology or Reiki if someone wants um, you can find me on Instagram Nadine Kitchener mm-hmm. and Facebook Nadine yeah I'm going to drop all the d- links in the description so Definitely, it's worthwhile if you have questions that you need answered or you're looking for closure or, I don't know, it's such a difficult time right now for everyone. So it, just know that a reading will be very comforting and provide a lot of guidance, as Nadine has done for me. I'm so excited that I, <laughs> I have my emperor I know, waiting in nervous. the wings. Yes, <laughs> maybe not that far away. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely worth looking into. So thank you so much for coming. And thanks for joining me, everybody. Come back next week. I'll have a brand new guest. And I really hope you enjoyed tonight's interview. Bye. Bye. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And, and. Thanks so much for listening to this episode with Nadine Kijner. If you enjoyed it, be sure to leave a good review and follow us on all of our social medias at Rockin' Cushions. And you can always go to our website, rockincushions.com, to find affordable slipcovers for all of your IKEA furniture. On the next episode, Michelle sits down with Yang Kim, an economics professor who talks about making the most of uncertain financial times.